Ooh, so touching. Yeah, so touching. <laughs> we had to do that for you. <laughs> we're doing something a little different this time. We're, since, uh, we're breaking it out. Uh, it's to a do holiday. Time. A holiday. We picked a holiday lifetime movie for you. I was looking for a Thanksgiving movie. Apparently no one gives a shit about Thanksgiving. No. It's all Christmas, so maybe we're jumping the gun a little bit. I just feel like... Holidays coming up. Yeah. Time, I, time to crank this one out. Also tried to find a murdery holiday movie, but if you're anything like me, there's enough attempted murder and violence on your holidays anyway. Yeah. I think we could spend a lot of time... Uh, today, we are talking about every other holiday. Yes. Which leads me to believe this couple is divorced. Yeah. Every other holiday. Joint custody. Joint custody. If you will. Uh, the synopsis of this fine gem of a, of a, a story is a young divorced mom takes her ex-husband home for the holidays to fulfill a wish of her children but finds herself caught between her protective mother and the ex she discovers she still loves. I mean, that... Pretty accurate, sort that's, of. That's Ish. actually the most accurate one we've seen yeah. in a while. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think this one was on Hulu. It was on Hulu, yeah. So you can watch this one on Hulu. I think it's yeah. kind of a... It wasn't it, even a Lifetime Movie Club special. It was just Lifetime Movie on Hulu. Yeah. Which they have them. Yeah. We have come to find out, so we'll probably do some more. <laughs> we'll branch out a little bit. Branch out. Um, this one's kind of crazy because it takes place in Nashville. Mm. Uh, it does. It's supposed to. It's supposed to take place <laughs> in Nashville. They, they they use the Nashville skyline quite a bit. Yeah, I one. didn't. I missed that, but you did not. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't miss the big Batman building. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a thing. But apparently they couldn't get any houses in Nashville because this family yeah. is always meeting up in a parking lot. In a parking lot, fact, which is it where it opens in a parking lot. parking lot. Opens up in a parking lot in Nashville, and it's actually Thanksgiving night. So I yes. guess technically it is kind of sort of a Thanksgiving it's movie. briefly a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> For this parking lot time. Which I much prefer over Christmas. And uh, the dad's dropping the kids off to the mom. Yeah, in this parking lot yeah and uh come to it's find big out parking lot. it's a big parking lot and um and the girls are like singing in the car and the mom kind of comes up and she's like all i did was work you know because that's mm-hmm. gonna be like a thing she does this a lot a thing, yeah. and then uh the kids come out and they start going like they were like oh yeah we were out down at jackie's and then the mom's all like who's jackie you think it's gonna be a woman i think it's gonna be a woman but it's a bar where he works. Where he works. And they were having like a Thanksgiving where they served food to, to people. underprivileged people. In Nashville. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was actually a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but the one kid made the one comment. Do you remember? Yeah. Because the kid goes, one of them smelled bad and yeah. ate a lot of food. And I was like, that's a teachable moment, yeah. Dad. But instead he's just like, he's living in his car while he goes through a hard time. Yeah. Like you should also be like, and don't say shit like that. Yeah. But anyway, you should I don't have, have kids, child, so no yeah. one cares what I think. I guess. Well, like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's funny because we were given uh Hattie B's chicken in Nashville once mm-hmm. because we looked homeless. So I guess maybe that's just the thing. Yeah. Nashvillians are famous for just taking care of the they poor do help uh, and people, but, um, they kind of negotiate, uh, <laughs> What Christmas is going to look like where um, the dad gets Christmas Eve and the mom gets Christmas Day. And uh, it was really weird because like the dad goes away in the car and his truck and the kid says another weird thing because you picked up on this um, where uh, the kid said about her own father oh where she says daddy's so handsome well that's something everyone says he's so handsome and then and the, it got a little weird good. when she said he smells good but it's like, i don't know but like how long know. has when it been since kid, you've you seen your fucking like dad you live in the same town. yeah they make it seem like a lot more distant than i think it is or maybe not i don't know <clears throat> yeah. the timeline's a little confusing in this one well he rushes off to jackie's bar where he works and i guess you get like um a visual of Jackie, who's this older kind of Southern lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, we need to get some more tips or they're going to turn this place into a TGI Fridays. Yeah. Which is... Apparently people want to buy the bar and 
turn it into a TGI Fridays. Which Jackie's not happy about, he's I guess. like, no, Jack would be rolling in his grave. Oh, yeah. And then also, she's like, I need to sell this bar by Christmas. All right, so plot point set up, right? Like, oh, That's, something's got to happen. You it's know, this Jackie's bar. We can bar. all guess what's going to happen. All right. Yeah, you know. Anyway, we uh, cut to the girls' home, and we figure out based on the um, uh, what you call the it, the room banners. Decor. They have big banners. Kayla, uh, Harper, and Harper, and, and Ava. Ava, yes. Ava, yeah. Um, and then they're, they've drawn this picture of a snowman and some shitty stick people because kids are terrible <laughs> artists. And they're like, that's dad and you, and we want everybody to have Christmas together at grandma's. Well, it starts with the mom being kind of like not how most parents on a budget are. They're, she's like, the kids say, daddy told us to make a wish for you and a wish for him so you would know what to get us. And she says, well, you know we're on a budget. Just like yeah. launches right into that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's true. That and they're like, well, true. we want a present that we can't, that you can't wrap or something. Yeah. And it's that they all want to go to Mimi and Pop Pops or whatever yeah. with her and their dad. And their dad to have and Christmas. She's like, well, I haven't been to Mimi and Pop Pops in three, three years. years. Yeah. So you're like, well, okay. I don't know why, but we're yeah. about to find out why. So then uh, next day, uh, old girl shows up to Jackie's, shows dad the picture. He gives her a bear that was left behind during the Thanksgiving potluck. And she goes, are you bartending now? Because mm-hmm. this is actually also going to come up later. I guess she didn't know how her husband that has to pay child support makes a living. Yeah. She's like, you gave up the band? Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, no, we're just trying to find a keyboard and a drummer and then we'll be set. Yeah, that's all you need to start a band is a keyboard and a drummer. Well, he has had this band for a long time. Yeah, but they're all leaving. They're all leaving, except yeah, him well, and that other guy. Keyboardists are Dime a dozen leaving. in Nashville. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, she shows him the picture and he's like, oh, you know, what are we going to do about this? And she's like, well, she's trying to start to do some like Ringling Brothers, like level, mm-hmm. like emotional, mental gymnastics about how to do this. She's like, oh, it's great. My mom hates you. So I'll you tell her. you don't even have to go. And he's like, yeah, no, I never go. said I wanted to come. That's true. He did say he's that. a little offended. <clears throat> he's a bit offended, but then she's like trying to get everybody off the hook because she's want to make this year four of not going home for mm-hmm. Christmas. She doesn't want to go because her siblings all have perfect lives and they just rub it in and then they all just want to go right back after Thanksgiving and she doesn't get it and yeah, it's just too awkward. Uh, I guess uh, mom is so excited. She like talks over the dude and then leaves and then Jackie, I assume, mm-hmm. um, goes, oh, I see where she gets her looks from. He was the like, kids. the yeah. kids or the kids gets her look from. And then uh, he was like, oh, wait till you meet their grandma, which cut to grandma, the mom from E.T. The mom from E.T. Go tell it on the mountain over the hills. Oh, yeah. She's she's belting it out, man. Like. <laughs> And then dad comes up. He's like, I don't even know why I do a sermon. You should just do this show, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's just like, oh, humble So dude. we get the idea that the dad's a pastor and the mom sings in the choir. Oh, sings in the choir? She's the front person or runs for the, the choir. choir. <laughs> yeah, she is the choir, She is the choir. And um, this is when the mom called. What is the mom's name again? Uh, I have it here. Not uh, the mom, but the... Uh, the Tracy. 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 Tracy calls and then they put her on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. So they gather around. And then we start hearing the choir in the background go, Oh, it's Tracy. The That's the one we've been praying for. Praying for us and praying, sorry. <laughs> or playing, you know. <laughs> um which is kind of wildly and they're overhearing this whole conversation while the old timey uh grandparents, pastor and choir leader are just mm-hmm. like Talk about all their business we would love on speakerphone. To have you here? It's been three years. They won't stop driving that point home. Oh yeah, it's been so long. And then he's like, "Oh, well, they hang up." And no, they've... they don't hang up because well, uh, the mom, Tracy, is like, "Well, the do- the girls want me to bring Rick." Mm-hmm. And which is the like, dad? Why on earth would you bring Ricky? Yeah, because they. I just di- don't know about that. Divorced, you know. Yeah. Um. And, uh, you know, uh, they decide, they, they get off the phone, they decide for a minute about it, 
and uh, they decide to go through with it. They're like, all right, well, we'll just we'll go through Ricky it. We'll let Ricky come over. We'll let yeah. Rick come. Calls the mom back. Mom's dejected. She's not very happy about it. And the kids are just celebrating like crazy. They're running around her doing yeah. all the thing. So then we cut to what's going to ostensibly be a four-day pre-Christmas warm-up of going to this place. Yeah, and where do they meet up? Lawrenceburg. Oh, they meet up in the, in the parking, parking lot, lot the same one. Apparently yeah. no one can drive to anyone's house. Yeah, I think they got the parking lot for that night to do the drop-off <laughs> and Thanksgiving and shot the next morning uh, to do the going off to Christmas. Um, and the mom's kind of like, uh, the dad goes, he gets a suit and his guitar, and she's like, of course he's bringing the guitar. She's you like, know? why aren't we taking your giant truck? Yeah, and he's like, oh, Jackie needs it for something or whatever. Yeah. She's like, well, if she's moving, are you going to be out of a job? And she's this kind of lady where he's like, she's like, do you have any gifts for the girls? And he's like, yeah. oh, I'll get some in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Well, he's like, I thought the gift was that we were all going to the house. She's like, you're not going to let them have nothing to open. Oh, yeah. Because then she goes on this like tirade of like, Jackie's going to get this. and blah, 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 Like all her yeah. sisters and all these people that are there. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like annoying. Um, but they all pack in anyway, and they start mm -hmm. driving to Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Um, and the kids are annoyingly singing. Um, what was that? Uh, the, the, uh, they're going up to like a farmhouse, right? Yeah. So they're just like, they kind of fast forward through mm -hmm. this like countryside. It's been snowing, so it's snow everywhere. Um, Apparently this is Lawrenceburg. This is Lawrenceburg where this giant farm exists. And the mom, who throughout this thing, we're on day one mm -hmm. of the visit, she's like talking to all the other daughters with a knife. And she's always pointing with <laughs> kitchen utensils in she this She pretty much thing. always has a kitchen utensil that she's like wielding at somebody. And this one she has a knife, you know. Um, and they start talking shit on... Uh, Rick, Rick, and Tracy, and Tracy, Tracy kind of comes in, mm -hmm. but they don't see her, and she's like, "Rick was never around." And ah, why would he but, show up? Why now? would he show up now? Yeah, it's like ter terrible. And then Tracy introduces herself, and then it's that typical family quietness. Oh, like, oh, oh hey, I, yeah, how, yeah. hi, how much have you heard? And they mm -hmm. don't want to acknowledge it and stuff. Then Rick comes in carrying like every fucking thing to a very okay. cold reception. So for, for Rick, the reception is as snowy as the outdoors. Um, nice. Do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, they're kind of like, oh, Rick. And they kind of begrudgingly hug him and mm -hmm. shake his hand and shit and do all the stuff, which is kind of going to set up the rest of the evening for mm -hmm. poor Rick. But um, she shows everybody their rooms. Um, the mom has a single mattress. Rick gets the couch. Yeah. And let's be they very clear. Find any room in this enormous mansion. For Giant life. fucking farmhouse. She's like, the couch is a little too short for you, but it's the last place to sleep. Yeah, like, it's so full up. Like, yeah. they have a basement. They have fucking, I would imagine, at least four or five rooms. But yeah. who knows? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, there's also a lot of people in this family. <clears throat> I don't know. But Rick decides he's going to play it safe and just kind of stay out of everybody's hair and lay low. And he does. Like, mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, to his detriment, he... Uh, they're getting food uh, for yes. dinner because it's the anniversary dinner of mm -hmm. this one of the sisters' couples. Rick's last in line, mm -hmm. right? There's so nowhere to sit. Yeah, he comes. They purposely sit. didn't put a fucking mm -hmm. chair at the table for fucking Which Rick. Which is like, I don't know any older woman, much less a southern woman, who would not put out a seat or like a folding chair. Because like, even if she hates this guy, I just can't see... The hospitality yeah, being like, like so diminished. That would be more on her than on against him. You know? But then all the other siblings and their spouses are all like snickering. Like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, everyone like, hates Rick for some reason, even though these siblings don't even seem very close. No, they don't at all. So they have no real reason to hate Rick so much. But anyway. Well, then like uh, he finally gets his folding chair and he sits down by the dad, which is fine. Um, and... Uh, then it's like a round robin of um, of different things. Like uh, the anniversary couple announces they're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, it's fucking Christmas week, and you got married, and now you're announcing your pregnancy. I guess you just want everything stealing the show, you. like everything. And yeah. he definitely does not look straight. <laughs> um, and then the one sister is like, oh, we got a new partner in our business, and everything's going great. 
And then um, they ask Tracy what she's doing, and she's still working at the diner. Yeah. And then they start. Which I may have misheard this, but she's like, I'm a stay at home mom. And she, like, no, she, you didn't miss that. That's what she says. Yeah, but she has a job, so she's not a stay at home mom. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works. It doesn't make any sense. Well, and for a woman single who mom. just works at a single job at a diner, they have a pretty nice house. Like, well, we only see one room. We only see the one room. That's true. And they have to meet in a parking lot. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? But um, anyway, she talks about going to night school. Then they start talking about Rick like he's not even there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. And then it comes out that Rick says he's a bartender. Now, this is where Tracy things, had already said, do not Do not say that my around my that mom. And we will hear why because I recorded it because it was so delightfully funny. Mm-hmm. Which was the mom's response to Rick being a bartender was this. You sell alcohol to drunk people. Honey, please. No, I don't. Technically, if they're drunk, I take their keys and I get them safely home in a cab. Well, I would never set foot in a place like that. It's one thing to play there if you don't have anywhere else to go. But to actually sell the alcohol to the people... People. I don't know why that gets so bad. Alcohol to the the people. people. Like obviously, this is the last straw for this mom. Yeah, she is just not having it, you know. Um, And you know, there's a lot of weird things happening. She says a lot of things that you know. She's clearly very evangelical. Mm -hmm. Then she starts quoting Psalms about don't drink a lot of alcohol not be drunken and i don't know i wish i could quote my bible as well well then rick quotes the bible back to her mm-hmm. and something about singing and being merry with the your song friends and your and heart blah, blah, or blah. something yeah yeah and then dinner ends so like it's bedtime and then um rick and tracy are arguing like really badly because yeah, she's like did you have to bring up that you are a bartender it's bad enough that you're here oh yeah no totally and then um tracy goes in to tuck the kids in and the kids found a bunch of pictures of uh rick and tracy when they were younger yeah and then uh they were like we were looking for wedding photos and she was like well we eloped and they're like what's eloped mommy like Mm -hmm. they're the most annoying fucking kids um (laughs) anyway everybody goes to bed it quiets down um and then we move into day two now day two Mm -hmm takes a very spectacular turn very quickly very quickly the kids jump in the bed to wake the mom up like it's like she goes to bed that night and then boom she's immediately waking up um they they're jumping all over the bed and uh they want to go sledding and rick's there and he lays in bed with her this twin size mattress yeah and just to have like a casual chat but i still feel like it's a very intimate moment Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind for of for a couple that's so estranged. Yeah, I don't know. that don't even keep up with each yeah. other or whatever. Um, so they are deciding they're going to go drive to where Rick grew up. That's where he wants to take them sledding. Because they want to go sledding. And then uh, it turns out his dad did not leave him the house and the will. He left him a Mustang. Well, car. we don't know that yet. Well, no, he said he don't got a car. Spoil it. <laughs> he did say oh, he, he okay. was left the car, not the okay, house. Okay, I missed it. Um, and he was like, well, this... Uh... I like how this whole podcast is spoiling movies, but it's oh, not yeah, I know. spoil it yet. But it's fun. <laughs> if you watch it, then you can watch it and be like, this shit was so ridiculous. Um, but then, like, um, they start talking about this cornfield where they're going to go sledding, and then it's all this sexual innuendo. Like, what did you and mommy do yeah, in the cornfield? Because he says that the dad sold his house to this old man Barnes or something. Some Babbitt. typical country name. Yeah. And yeah. the mom is like, he used to shoot at us with guns. And the kid's like, why? It's like, because we were in his cornfield. She says, what were you doing in the cornfield? And Rick says, picking corn. And they look oh, at yeah. each other like, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah. Which seems like, as much as this couple does not get along or speak at all, yeah. they're really having a rekindling. They're having quickly. a, a very quickly, like mm-hmm. extremely quickly, like 24 hours quickly. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, they go to go sledding and fucking lo and behold, Mr. Babbitt shows up, mm-hmm. starts shooting at the fucking... He's like, what the hell are you doing out here? And he's like, I used to live here. And he's like, you live here. You that whatever Paul Tuckett yeah. boy or whatever, or whatever his last name. I don't even know what fucking Rick's last <laughs> are name is. Are you Rick McLemore? <laughs> well, <laughs> McLemore. I don't know. Well, then he just starts shooting at them with children, which is crazy. Which well, is shooting in the air. Really All right, insane. I'll be clear. He wasn't well, shooting at them. Shot. Yeah, and then they they start running, 
and they run all the way back across the field. And the parents who are running away with their children are laughing. Oh, I'm yeah, not sure like, I would really <laughs> be laughing. Look at these old times. Remember that time we used to finger bang each other in the corn? Yeah, and now, with our, now our fucking five and seven-year-old kids are getting shot at. Shot at so by this fucking psycho neighbor. Nostalgic, I don't know. But they throw all the kids in the car and they're peeling out of the driveway, you know. And the kid says, I feel like an outlaw. Something Remember like that? that. It was kind of <laughs> weird. Yeah. Anyway. I guess she is from Nashville, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she, uh, yeah. Born and raised. Goes, they uh, they finish there and they, they wind up at this like breakfast nook in, in Lawrenceburg. This um, is a pointless fucking scene, by the way. Oh, so pointless. There's no development other than Rick smells good and still looks good, I think, is really the only... Yeah, and I just... It makes no sense, but... But um, they run into this tramp lady named Ashley. <laughs> she is like, uh, like, oh y'all. How would we describe her? Like she has like fur on. And yeah, she big just nails. looks very like the aging lady that tries to be stylish but kind of misses the mark. This yeah, is very. Yeah, she's like too much. Mean of me to no, describe. No, she's just too much. It's hard to explain. Yeah. And then she starts being creepy. And like, like she's like winking at Rick. At Rick, and then she's like, "Oh, you made some." She also nice knows children. nothing about anything, which is weird. She's like, "Y'all get married? Yeah, like really? No one would know that. Give me a break." And then she starts going, "Your daddy was something else in high school. What a hottie or not a hottie? What did yeah, they say? Something um, about being a real catch. Or a real crap. yeah. It was some some kind of turn or phrase. Was a tom cat. We'll leave it. He was a tom cat. Um, and then she like, oh, you're oh, I wrote it down." Your daddy was a heartthrob mm. back in the day. That's what she says. And then um, she like leaves and then taps to the window to get Rick's attention on the wave. Mm. I wanted this to be I like I wanted an this affair. to come back, but yeah. it didn't. It did not. It just dies it right does, there on the does. vine. Dies on the vine. Yeah. Well, they get home super late at night. So I don't know how they went from sledding and breakfast to like fucking darkness. Mm. But... Yeah, Who knows? I don't, I don't know. know. I guess they were running around all day. Who knows? I think Who they knows? go do other things, but... But they don't really go into yeah. it. That's true. Um, they get home at night. The mom is super pissed because she said they were supposed to ride horses, mm-hmm. which Tracy left her phone at home and it's like, oh, I fucking totally so she spaced. Didn't know. You think that Tracy was a bitch. I think the mom's a bitch. So no, I, I think the know. mom was totally a bitch, but I also think like if Tracy made plans with the mom and she just fucked off and But I don't think she didn't phone, make the plans. You don't think she made the I plans? I think the mom made the plans. But also, but she didn't know because they left so early. That old lady can't sleep, so they were up. And the yeah. sun was pretty well up. She would have seen them leaving the house. Yeah, like, it's where all are you going? Weird, but yeah. yeah, yeah, they just try to make more drama, I think. But yeah, um, Rick and Tracy are making the bed. And they're bitching about fucking, um, you know, her mom treating her like a child and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently the walls in this giant log constructed farmhouse. Yeah, because they're downstairs in the living room talking right. pretty quietly. Yeah. And then mom's upstairs in this giant fucking bed. I've never seen a bed this big in my life. Huge yeah, and I'm bed. like, you couldn't you could fit someone else in this bed and not know they were there. Absolutely. And then she hears him talking and she's like, I'm gonna go down there. And it's like, just leave him alone, you know, whatever. Obviously when she goes down there, what are they doing? Kissing, because they've had this rekindled moment of mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I was always gone. And she's like, well, if you would quit the band when we were together, you would resent me. And he's like, at least I'd still have you. And then they kiss. Oh. No, no, no. Right then the mom's like, why are they still talking about it? They've been talking all day. Yeah, they were she making out downstairs. for a minute by yeah. the time she gets down She's there. like, what is going on down Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then she's like, we are not falling into this pattern again. Yeah. Um, which it's is a very strange reaction to have this, the father of someone's kid making out a little bit and also fucking uh they're adults yeah like would you just want to leave them with their own privacy but whatever i don't know but i guess that's the whole thing tracy feels like she's being treated like a child day three so we're almost there um harper ava tracy and the mom she's like all right we're riding horses today mm-hmm. and she, this is where she's there with the spatula shaking it around yeah again making pancakes, the cooking utensils yeah this bitch has a kitchen that's so big it could literally have its own TV show yeah. where Rick has to sleep on the couch. Yeah. I don't understand it, but whatever. Um, we So they go off and they um, go to this stable that's the neighbor's stable, from what I understand. And um, we meet our, our uh, soon-to-be uh, foe of Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, his name's Brant, but wait. Well, I heard Brant and then I heard Ed, so I'm still <laughs> confirmed. Uh, 
I don't know if it was Brent with an E or Brant with an A. I've known Brant's with A, so it is a name. Yeah, but like, because her southern accent was so heavy, she was like, we're going to go meet Brant. And I'm like, is it, did she say Brant or Brant? I don't know. Like, I couldn't spell it. I'm like going to Google it. Gungle, if there was a gun to my head, I wouldn't be able to Google it, you know. Um, but he's this ASCAP cowboy uh, stable Yeah, he works for ASCAP. He has four horses, a huge... Um, farm mm-hmm. that he's living on, which he apparently only wears uh, his straw hat when he's his straw cowboy hat, mm-hmm. which we thought was probably a budgetary constraint, but whatever. Um, we'll see later that it probably wasn't. You fucking shows in Nashville, you could like borrow a cowboy hat from somebody for a minute. Anyway, cuts back to Rick working on a song, and the dad comes in with a piece of cake, and everybody's gone. He's like, I thought you were gone. Um, and he's, Rick's kind of doesn't know what to say. So, um, Rick says, uh, how's work? And then dad spills this whole fucking thing about religion, people with mm-hmm. anxiety, they use religion to fix their lives. And he's like, you bartending, you actually connect with people. Yeah. And, and like has this whole really like odd way of like kind of connecting with Rick. Um, which was which was kind of cool. So it's showing the dad's warming up to Rick a little bit. Yeah, and they have this sort of deep philosophical conversation about religion and drinking, religion and drinking and ministering and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. It's actually and, a pretty lifetime cornball, but yeah, good for it that was good. Moment. It was good. And then uh, um, he's like, "Oh well, I need to go into town and get the kids some gifts." Which uh, dad's like, "I'll take you. You know, it'll be cool." But they end up going to see Rick's car that mm-hmm. he talked about earlier. We actually get to see it, which is a red Mach 1 Mustang, completely mm-hmm. refinished. Dad had, uh, apparently was in disrepair all his life. But now it's But now it's pristine. Gorgeous. When I guess dad fixed it before uh, he died. And, uh, Rick's like, I hated this car. My dad worked on it all the time. He didn't even care about me. I always hated this yeah. car. And he didn't care about me, blah, blah, blah. And it's obviously, like, I don't know, I took it as that, like, maybe Rick's dad put all that into it to give to leave him something mm-hmm. that he would have mm, maybe maybe i don't know i don't know rick's dad i'm just he we wasn't don't know much present. about rick's dad but i would just say maybe that if if he left him the car it was obviously very important to the dad therefore maybe it should have been important to rick but mm-hmm. whatever get know. there cut back to the stable brent brent or eddie we it's brent <laughs> is it brent it's been confirmed okay you confirmed it it's brent brent and uh tracy uh, are talking and she's like oh my husband's a songwriter He's like, I didn't husband. know you were married. Yeah, he didn't mention it's like, it well, ex-husband. was ex-husband, right? They walk. Tracy slips in the mud, which is an amazing fall. I'm actually going to put that on video because <laughs> I recorded it, and it is awesome. It is the most realist fall yeah. I've seen in a Lifetime movie for sure. Yeah. Um, and then her and her mom go to the church, uh, and she's wearing Brent's clothes, because she slipped in the mud. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to wear his clothes. Yeah, because the mom insists that she go inside and wear Brent's clothes. Yeah, and then, oh yeah, like go help her get changed. Yeah, um, which and is so, just weird. And then uh, mom is like, the mom, not Tracy, but Tracy's mom, <laughs> just to be clear. Whose name we should know. We who gives a shit? That woman's evil. <laughs> um, the, uh, what was it? She's like, he has $100 sweatpants and a chandelier in a barn. Like mm-hmm. he is just like not what I'm into basically Mm -hmm. is what she's saying. And mom's like, I set this date up for you. Like, I Mm -hmm. want you to meet this man. And Rick's always been shitty to you and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Like mom's just obviously like entering all those years of listening to you alone. Crying, crying, crying. And then, um, they, mom pulls these gifts out of a church drawer. No idea why they were there, but they're going to wrap them. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, Tracy can't wrap it. So the mom wraps it for her, which obviously the mom does it perfectly. So it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, here we go. She won't even let Tracy, you know, yeah, she just won't let her even make her own mistakes, Mm but, um, cut to a snowball fight back at the house. So the only two people not at said snowball fight are Tracy and the mom. Everybody, uh, is just going crazy, 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 throwing snowballs, having a Mm -hmm. good old time. Rick's involved. Uh, all the fucking that, the siblings, dad, Ed, the kids. His name. That's why I was Ed? confused. Oh, okay. Um, the pastor dad. And then uh, the mom and, and Tracy show up. Tracy joins said snowball fight. Uh, mom goes in and she calls the dad, Ed. Ed, Ed get in here. Get in here, right. 
And then she goes, you were supposed to break them up. And yeah, she's like, did you have your talk with Rick about letting Tracy move on? Yeah, and like she's so like, over the top no, everywhere. No, we talked about. Oh, I have it. Ready? Okay, Can you sorry. do it? Can you get them? <laughs> Ball, I don't know, drinking or drinking religion. Beer. Beer. Okay. God. You got two of them. Muscle cars. Three of them. There's one left. Work. Work. <laughs> and they said, you know, guy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think in the order was like, work. And what is God. that going to do to break them up? And he just kind of shrugs it off because I don't think he's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe, and, and they kind of make this point a little bit later, they never really got to know Rick. They were just so mad at him, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, uh, while that's going on on the inside, and I guess Dad's helping prepare the meal, um, Brent shows up with his Clint Black <laughs> hat on. To return Tracy's pants. Pants. Bring her clothes he's apparently back. laundered. And then uh, he or shows up. maid launder. His maid launder, <laughs> right? Well, like, uh, what was kind of cool was that um, he's bringing the clothes back, and Tracy's all excited to see this Clint Black, Garth Brooks fat paisley wannabe whatever this guy's deal is i don't know i don't like him i just never liked him yeah. um well first of all his hat that he was wearing to ride horses in was a straw hat that, that you could like get from a circle from, like, k yeah yeah it just was like they couldn't find like an actual riding hat. but he comes back but with like a then Clint he comes Black, back with a hat on like a straight that is totally appropriate for riding so which would have made him a better character i think earlier on yeah i couldn't take him seriously in that like grandma the mowing hat. the lawn hat yeah but... i mean that's like my blowing lawn yeah. hat. you know um anyway so they're like kind of talking and then uh Steve, I'm assuming, is one of the husbands. He's the one that I thought was gay. Uh, he said, all's fair in love and war. And he hands Rick a snowball, to which mm-hmm. Rick just straight pitches it at uh, Brent, Brent and hits him. And then they get into this like crazy snowball fight. Like Everybody's mm-hmm. now involved. And Tracy is like up this Brent dude's butthole. Um, like uh, next to I him, kind of throw nice in. to him. I don't know. She's being a what little overly she nice. She's being overly nice. Eh, whatever. Potato, potato. You guys can watch it and judge. You should watch it and judge. I'm I right. just thought she was being nice because it was so awkward, you know? I don't know. Maybe. But then the mom comes in, calls him in for dinner, and then that's when we hear, uh, Brant, you should stay. You mm-hmm. you fix Tracy's pants, which we don't know anything about the slippage, so everybody here is like, what? Like, yeah. why is her clothes? Whoa. Yeah. So, um... Rick kind of is feels like really um, dejected, and then the other spouses kind of come up and pat him and sympathize with him a little bit, which they were not doing. Yeah, two suddenly days we're ago. all pro Rick. Everybody's pro Rick, even though he's poor and brought a guitar. Yeah, and then um, cut to dinner. Um, Tracy and Brent are already sitting down, and Rick, making note of the fact that he was left out last time, squeezes in right mm-hmm. on the other side of Tracy. Now let's talk about what dinner is. Okay. A oh, giant yeah. giant fucking basket of saltines. Yes. And, and tomato soup. Which we assume is like tomato chunky. soup. It's bad. Maybe looking. it's vegetable soup? I don't know. It looks like salsa in a bowl. It made me like throw up in my mouth a little bit. Tomato but anyway, we can move crackers. on. I'm just saying like this it is was the pretty... fucking holidays. And this is the meal. The yeah. uh, post-snowball fight. I mean, End of meal. granted, my family is somewhat Italian, so our pre-holiday meals are a little extravagant. I, I mean, I like your pre-holiday meals. They're good. They're Saltines good and salsa. <laughs> Whatever the fuck is going on here. But well, then anyway. the mom starts, like, stirring up trouble and tension with them, and, like, there's kind of this competitive thing that Rick and, and Brent have with one another. Uh, where he's like, oh, muscle car, huh? Like, yeah. it's just like a lot of the things that had happened. Yeah, he's like, kind oh, of... that seems a little extravagant. He's like, oh, yeah, Brent, how much does it take to feed four horses? Yeah, just to get chicks or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like this really and weird... And he's like, I'm done, and takes his salsa and yeah. crackers and goes to the other room. And then Tracy follows him, you know, and then uh, she's mad because she's like, oh, yeah, I talked with my mom today, and... You know, she reminded me of all the stuff, and he's like, "Are you all? Your mom never knew me." And you know, that's where we get into that mm-hmm. whole thing, which was I thought was good little moment. But they kind of like break off, dejected, no making out tonight. Um, Tracy goes to bed, and she's awake listening to her mom sing to the kids. And uh, Rick texts 
Tracy. Are you awake? Are you still awake? And then she, she doesn't just respond. Turns away and goes to sleep. Day four. We're almost there. Christmas Eve. I think this, this might is... be day three. Mm-mm. Day okay, four it's now. day four. Sorry. Christmas Eve, because we had the day they got there, the mm-hmm. day they snuck yeah, off. Yeah, you're totally right. Sorry. The riding day, and now Christmas no. Eve. So day four. Um, Rick's out on the on the veranda. Yeah. Playing the guitar. Mom comes out. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, uh, she's like. She says a bunch of shitty things. Out here in a smoking row. or something. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, I gave up smoking when we had whatever her name mm-hmm. is, which I assume maybe was the youngest kid, but five years, three mm-hmm. years, I don't know. Um, she's like, it's not good for a guitar to be out here in the cold. What are yeah. you doing, writing your next big hit? Oh yeah, she was just shitting just all like over Rick, spraying diarrhea on oh, Rick. Man. Um, and then he calls her out for like, oh, you're trying to set her up with this Brent fella, and um. They get into this argument, and then uh, Mom says, let her choose the life she wants. And then Rick says, I will. I just hope you can do the same. Yeah. I was like, fucking well-written line. And then I think the funniest part about this is like, do you dislike us so much that you can't spend four days with us? And I'm like, four days with anyone is a lot. Dude, four days on vacation is a lot. lot. It is a lot. Especially when you're trapped in a farmhouse in fucking rural Tennessee. With that many fucking people, there's like four other grandkids and like five other couples. Yeah, pretty, I would lose my mind. Yeah, because she's got three sisters. Yeah. Each of them brought their spouses plus their kids. Yeah. The well, ones are newly pregnant. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, well, anyway, Rick storms off in his Mustang and the kids run after him, like chasing mm-hmm. him down. I wanted to have the classic rear view mirror shot. Didn't happen. Um, and so the mom, I thought this was the funniest part of the movie for a lot of reasons. <laughs> But the mom's like, everybody, it's Christmas picture time. Where's Rick? You know, he's done run off, you know, again. And Trace is like, where's Rick? And the mom is like, he left. Is that any surprise? And she's like, yeah, for no reason, mom, that is a surprise. And then Tracy breaks off into like a two minute and 30 second speech. Keep in mind, everyone in the family is in the room, including the daughters who aren't upset are just playing with lipstick yeah because the kids are in there all Um, the spouses all the sisters i have two sisters i don't think i would ever be able to talk for two minutes during a holiday without (laughs) one of them interrupting and vice versa i totally would well especially when the the sister was uh, or tracy was going at her mom like hard yeah and they're all just like and everyone's acting like nothing is happening no one's jumping in to like defend mom or defend Tracy or whatever. They're just like letting this happen. Letting everyone say their piece. She was like, I make mistakes. Would you call them a mistake? I mean, it is like, it is Mm -hmm. like a brutal kind of like uh, tell all. the kids are just like, yeah. They're looking at pictures and going through the mom's purse for some reason. No one is upset. Like, I don't know about you, but I've been around holiday gatherings where adults were fucking angry. Oh, I was was scared. I was terrified. Yeah. Yeah. It was Especially terrifying. when your dad has just left. I guess I just didn't have a purse to go through. Uh, maybe that's like the... <laughs> yeah, maybe I needed more lipstick to smear on my face. Huh. I don't know. I don't even know. Well, then, like, after Tracy does this whole fucking brutal, uh, like, yelling at her mom, oh, man, it is amazing. Because she leaves, and then the mom's like, well, does anybody else have anything to say or whatever? <laughs> Boy, do they. Boy, do they. Yeah, so sister number one... It comes in and it's like, well, mom, uh, I didn't get tenure. And then her husband comes up behind her. And he's like, which means I can't get my PhD, which means we could have afforded this thing, but now we can't. She's like, mm-hmm. why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. And they're like, because you would have been disappointed, mama. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear. This is the most multi-ethnic family. because For such a raging, like... Southern Baptist woman. Southern... Uh, discriminatory just asshole-ish this was lifetime point being i feel like the mother would never be okay with that but no but yeah anyway we talked about that a lot so anyway sister number one no tenure no phd then the other sister the one who had the partnership or whatever with Mm -hmm. the thing and all the successful stuff they're in marriage counseling this is the one with the indian middle eastern husband Mm -hmm. and then uh turns out she has an eating disorder and like we're also working on Maddie's eating disorder. She's like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, she's like losing her fucking mind yeah. over all this. But I don't even think any of that's big deal shit, but whatever. Um, well, it's pretty average life stuff. Yeah, it's like life stuff. And that then if your mom is a raging dick, you're not going to tell her about. Um, with the sister number three that's anniversary and pregnant and the show stealers steal the show again and go, well, we don't have anything. We don't have we're, any we're perfect. She was like, at least somebody is fine. Mm-hmm. And then they all kind of like come together and like, we all like Rick. Like he's yeah. changed. Like He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. On Christmas Eve, I'm, I'm glad they found the spirit to like mm-hmm. be inclusive. Especially this God-fearing Christian woman being so inclusive on a Christmas Eve. Anyway, yeah, uh, right. Tracy leaves for Nashville. She's going all the way back. Um, and then that night they're doing the church thing. So the mom's like singing, uh, what was it? Silent Night? Silent Night, yeah. She's doing it. And then in the middle of it, she kind of chokes. She starts crying and she goes, why don't we all sing and sits down? And then goes and sits with the crowd Mm -hmm. instead. Like walks right off stage, sits down with the crowd while they all sing. Tracy's putting the kids to bed. So it's going to go back and forth between this. Um, Pastor Dad is up on the stage and he does a bunch of dumb pastory jokes where he's like, you know, it's Christmas because I got my Christmas mm-hmm. tie on and it's chilly. <laughs> and I met, I was talking with this divorced country western singer. Yeah, he's like, I was talking with a man. Who has to bartend mm-hmm. on the side. Because the music business is so difficult. <laughs> Bartending on the side. Uh, and he was divorced. And that man... In the stress of work and the holidays, forgot to buy his two little daughters Christmas presents. So, instead, he wrote them a song expressing his love for them. Yes. Yes, he did. He can give them a piece of himself. Yeah. Words they can say time and time again. Now that is a Christmas present. And he was like, you're buying all the Barbies and all the Cabbage Patch dolls and the Tamaguchis. He doesn't say any of this. We're yeah, and I was kind of like, wow, way to make everyone feel like crap about their Christmas presents, yeah. but really, no one would care. It's fine. It's making but, the point. got to admit, teared up a little bit at this part. It was Maybe a, it's because I'm feeling severely depressed this it, holiday season. It was a, it, it was was a rousing touching. speech. And wise. It was very as wise. As bullshit as Lifetime movies can be, there were some pretty good Christian wisdom in this one. Yeah, especially say. like the whole, like the anti-drinking thing and like the... Um, you know, giving your kids a gift that doesn't have to be material. I thought mm-hmm. that was all good, especially since the mom was so not Christian. Or yeah, she was Christian acting values. like a straight-up asshole, and the dad was, like, laying down some some real value. He was laying ran down some value. So I, I really ended up liking the dad a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't dislike the dad, but I really liked the dad at the end, yeah. on the end of it. Um, well, then we cut to Rick with what can only seem to be a stack of about $10,000, putting it in Jackie's hand. This is hand. where it gets full on life time, this is, but for the last 15 minutes of the movie, it just like, goes off the what rails. What the fuck is going on? So A, we're trying to figure out how Rick got a, what appears to be a multiple thousand dollars in cash. Hundred dollar bills. Like a Presumably stack. he sold the car on Christmas Eve. On Christmas got Eve. cash for it in like a couple of hours. On Etsy? I don't know. Where, where do you get this kind of fucking I cash I have no money? idea, but he bought, he's buying the bar. He's buying the bar. She's like, you know, oh, you're an owner now, you know. Um, and then Tracy shows up to the bar because mm-hmm. obviously Rick went she to pick up a She has just put the shift. girls to bed at home. St- single mom. By the way. Single mom. So Christmas she just Eve. leaves them there and goes to the bar. And then goes to the bar to see Rick for whatever reason. Um, but she doesn't get there fast enough to say anything to him mm-hmm. um, before it's announced that uh, the new owner of the bar would like to play a song for you. Well, she does go up and say, I love you. Oh, she does. I love you too, and I'm about to test a new song out. Yep. And then uh, he sings the song for his daughters, Mm -hmm. which is the You and Me in Tennessee. Um, Let's see if I can uh, can cue this up for you. Oh, yeah. So this is Rick Rick Starton. <laughs> yeah, Brant's gonna have to come in with the fucking ass cap royalties or whatever. So you know. This would totally be a hit, by the way. Have you heard the shit? I mean, yeah, it's not bad. It's a 
So yeah, and then at the beginning you get the whole chorus and stuff, you know. Um, so anyway, she's he's rocking this song. It's the "You and Me in Tennessee," mm-hmm. which is the which is the hook of it. The parents fucking show up. Yeah, like the never set foot in a bar, <laughs> slinging alcohol to, bar, to drunk yeah. people. Mom has obviously had this Christmas Eve epiphany. Yeah, that she's an asshole. Which I think it would take a lot more than a sermon for this lady, but well, it had sermon. It had the sisters. It had Tracy. She was just she's had a heck of a day. Um, Anyway, the song plays for a bit, and then um, the mom starts singing the words like she knew it. Remember that at the end? Yeah. Well, he goes through the chorus a couple times, and then they make eye contact. She's like, "You and me." Tennessee. Yeah, and then she's all like, E.T., because oh, it is the Tennessee T. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, uh, Tracy and Rick are back together. Um, so we get to Christmas. and the Suddenly, k- they're back at the fucking At the ranch homestead. or whatever. And, uh, the so kids... they have abandoned the children, gone to this bar, driven all the way back to the farm like two hours away. Yeah. So we now looked it's up Christmas morning. We looked up uh, Lawrenceburg, <laughs> Tennessee, which is a two and a half hour drive south of Nashville. Mm-hmm. So the parents had a sermon, drove to Nashville, yeah, to see this thing. Let's assume Christmas service goes on at what six, seven o'clock. No, sermon was hour. It was Baptist or whatever, so it was over by ten. All right, over by ten. Right. <laughs> they drive. They get there by midnight, mm-hmm. assumingly or whatever. Rick's playing. They see the fucking Rick set. They obviously make amends. They go have to go grab the fucking kids. Let's say that takes an hour. And then drive all the way back. They're not getting back to Lawrenceburg till like fucking 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah. Probably. I'm just, I'm doing some wild calculations. But the kids wake up at grandma's house. They wake up late and everyone's like, I can't believe you kids weren't up. I'm like, I sure can. Yeah. First of all, they got left home alone. And they were Probably tucked into the their own beds. Yeah. And then uh, she <laughs> then was... they get thrown in a car. And they get thrown in a car. And don't remember After it. After a traumatizing day yeah. of their family fighting. Yelling at each other. And they don't Ugh. remember it because when grandma wakes them up, she's like, oh, we didn't get our one Christmas wish. Not like, how the fuck did we get here? No, they're we like, were in oh, our bed. mommy and daddy aren't here. Like, and then she's like, turn around. And, and on the, the mom sleep, and dad are just fucking canoodling on Canoodled the couch. on the couch. And then the kids get all excited. I'm like, do you not remember being woken up from your beds, thrown into a car, driven two mm-hmm. and a half hours, woken up from said car, Maybe the mom thrown into a couch, a little extra a roofie, Benadryl. Just get the they did it. I don't know. And so that was a big confusing part. And then But every lifetime movie has a moment where you're like, Okay, what the fuck? What the what just happened? Yeah. And that was it for this one. It was like they ran out of time. <laughs> they spent too much time with this fucking uh skanky uh high school sweetheart, heartthrob, creepy mink lady. Now, one thing I will say it was pretty early in the morning when the husband left and then when the mom left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not but disputing that. The but when the that's what I'm saying. The Christmas grandparents Eve service. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, we yeah, need to go into this forever. I don't know. It was just like I, obviously Rick had no intention of coming back, but he did, and so that's fine. But it's still a long ass drive. Yeah. Like that's not nothing. I wouldn't drive to fucking Charlotte. I'd be like, fuck. What I really want to know is who the fuck there. bought this car. Who, at, on Christmas Eve, maybe they bought it as a gift. There you go. That's that's a thought. <sighs> Mm. Also, I think that car was more than ten grand. Are you all right? It is way more than ten grand. Maybe put the other part in the bank or in his mattress because I he's a hope that he kept poor musician. Money. So um, maybe he sold it to Brant. Brant. Brant had all that ass cap money. Yeah, he sold all his horses to buy one sports car. Yeah, who knows? That's a Tim McGraw song. Is it really? No. Oh, it should be. Sorry. We should write these <laughs> ideas down. We keep missing all these. Well, I feel like we were ad libbing some great lyrics at the end of this movie, but oh, I yeah. can't remember a damn I don't one remember of them. any of them. We should record them <laughs> for sure. Completely yeah, we just kept we kept like writing uh, parts of the movie into the actual uh, song with the with the syncopation <laughs> and stuff. It was we were cracking each other up, but uh, obviously I don't like holiday movies that much. I thought this one was pretty fucking solid. Like I yeah, I, I not only give do it, I. There are very few Holly, Hollywood holiday mm-hmm. movies that I like, and Lifetime movies are obviously not very edifying. No. So, but. as much as I enjoyed that, it's a little odd. 
I, it was odd for me oh, to why, enjoy it. Why do I have a podcast? It's like I can speak properly until I'm recording this Oh, podcast. you're fine. But anyway. I think I liked it. I really liked it. I hope yeah. we didn't blow our wad with this fucking Christmas movie that all other Christmas movies now have to compare with uh, two uh, separate holidays. Well, I do need to find the Tony Braxton Lifetime Christmas Oh, yeah. Movie she's in a bunch, sure. you said, right? I think at least one. So every other holiday for me, I'm going to give it four and a half stars. What? I'm giving it three. No, I, I, and the reason I'm not giving it three, a, um, it was pretty well structured, save some of the. It like, made anomalies. a lot more uh, sense than most Lifetime movies. And I, well, so let's think. I'm giving a lot of points for uh, the setups. Mm-hmm. I'm never going into a bar. Um, the my dad left me this car. Like, uh, oh, I hope we get all the money by Christmas Eve. Is is dumb and and stupid. I didn't yeah. see those things actually coming into play, and I was like, when it was all kind of like cascading in the domino fashion, I was like, all right, that's actually I some think pretty the healthy writing. Was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was touching. It was touching. The kids were annoying. It was fine. Well, kids um, are always annoying in lifetime movies. The song was actually not terrible. You know, you and me in Tennessee. Yeah. That could have been. That could be a hit. Go download sure it. Sure, it could. But this was a 2018 feature, so uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, go on Hulu and watch it. I thought it was good. Three and a half, really, or three? Just three? I mean, I could give it four. Oh, I, I feel I'm like not... I'm saving my five for. Wait, didn't I give something a five before? You did. Oh. I don't remember what it was. Well, but well like... maybe I'm not saving my five. What the hell? In Thanksgiving spirit, I'll give this movie four damn stars. (laughs) I just thought, like, for for Christmas movies, it was pretty goddamn good. Yeah. I wish there was a Thanksgiving movie, but... Well, we'll try to... Well, yeah, it'd be pointless to find one now. I guess it'll be Thanksgiving by the time this comes out. Not that we have more than five listeners, but let us know your favorite holiday movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That are Lifetime. I feel like people keep suggesting movies for us to review and they're not lifetime they're not yeah they, they they just bad movies which is fine i mean i'll watch any bad movie i just can't put it on this podcast and uh just a shout out to our friends uh marty and lynette who always listen and always have yeah. great jokes and and make and even your sister eleanor yeah, sister, yeah, uh, thought it was pretty funny so uh which is cool that is pretty cool so you know it's been pretty fun let us know what you think we're on the facebook uh, we're on the Twitter. We just got approved by Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts, so we're definitely in a digestible format there. Um, we are not on Instagram. They've kicked us off twice <laughs> uh, for our name, yeah. killed by this podcast. But if maybe if they listen to this episode, they'd be like, oh, they're not as murdery as we thought they were. Yeah, see? I don't know. See? Well, thank you guys so much Happy for tuning in. Um, this is Casey Magic. I'm Lydia Loveless. And we'll see you in the next lifetime. <laughs>